You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White. And today I want to talk to you about business self-care. And I want to start this episode with a question for you. How resilient is your business? Are you looking after your business as well as you're looking after yourself? As a specialist in resilience building and business planning, I've come up with a concept to help you with these things, which I'm calling business self-care. And this is what's going to help you to develop and manage your business in a more proactive and organized way so that you can stay on top of things and build resilience in your business to help you better withstand the inevitable storms that come up. So what exactly is business self-care? Sounds a bit like a funny term, doesn't it? Well, think about it this way, in a general sense, Self-care refers to all of the activities that you do to enhance your physical, mental and emotional well-being personally, right, so that you have resilience to maintain your energy and bounce back from stress. That's what resilience is generally. So in other words, if you want to be physically and mentally fit and resilient personally in your own life, then you need to have some regular habits and rituals in place to achieve and maintain those states you need to exercise well and eat well and all of those sorts of things so i'm proposing that exactly the same thing applies to your business business self-care is a concept that i developed to describe that set of activities that you do to enhance the running of your business to maintain it in a way that you're actively taking better care of your business experiencing less stress and having more clarity and certainty and organisation around what you do each week. So that if something happens to disrupt your business, you have some level of preparation and some checks and balances in place to help you bounce back from that. If you want to grow and manage your business in a way that feels easy and organised and it generates regular income, then you need to adopt a few regular business habits and rituals. And today I want to talk to you about my top four business self-care practices that I think every business needs. The first business self-care activity I want to talk to you about is having a routine of weekly tasks or habits. So going back to you as a person individually and thinking about your own personal self-care, there are those things that you do each week to build resilience so that you can bounce back from stress. And they include things like exercising three times a week, eating healthy dinners, getting a good night's sleep, journaling, doing creative hobbies, having enough social contact, being in nature and those sorts of things. And if you're building resilience, then you have made time for those things in your life. Similarly, there are things in your business that need attention every week so that you can bounce back from business setbacks and not succumb to the pressure. And I'll say this is not just for your business, but for you mentally and emotionally as well. There's nothing worse than being blindsided by things that you didn't anticipate or forgot to attend to. And so thinking about that, what are these business weekly self-care tasks? Well, generally, the bare bones of them are their tasks related to the financial health, the service quality and generating new income in your business. And while every business is unique and might have different things that they do for business self-care on a weekly basis, 
I'd suggest that most businesses can be more resilient if they are making a weekly plan and priorities list. I do this first thing every Monday. I confirm all of my appointments. I look at my time allocation, move anything around I need to and check my priorities. And that sets me up with a clear understanding of what I need to do that week. It also makes time for any emergencies that might come up or sudden shifts in the industry or something like that that I need to suddenly attend to. So that weekly plan is that first thing. Then there are other more mundane things that don't seem important but actually are, like checking your bank balance each week, calling in your debtors, people that owe you money, that is, paying your bills on time, confirming client appointments, scheduling and completing your week's marketing activities, measuring trends in customer engagement in your marketing, and taking time out for personal self-care, which is the boundaries around your work, finishing work on time, making sure you have enough thinking time and creative time and rest and so forth. So that's a bit of your own personal self-care built into the week. All of those tasks, if you added them all up, that might equal around a day's worth of time each week, either in all in one day or in not negotiable time slots scattered during the week. I tend to do about half a day on Monday, a couple of things in the middle of the week and half a day on Friday, roughly. So it's about a day's worth of stuff spread over the week. And that works really well. Now, now the other part of that is scheduling them into not negotiable time slots. It's easy to think, oh, I'll do it when I have time or in between things, but it's a little bit chaotic. If you make something not negotiable, you have a tacit commitment to it. It's definitely going to happen because you've intentionally promised that space for that activity, which confers it a greater amount of importance. And those things will keep your business running smoothly. These are the things that you need as the essentials to keep the wheels turning in your business and to stay on course toward your goals. So have a think about what they might be for you. I've listed some things that I do. They're probably relevant to you too, but you might have different things as well. Having that weekly commitment is so important. The second business self-care activity that I think is really essential is a monthly review. So if we go back to you personally in your own life, outside of your business, you're probably checking in with yourself regularly to figure out what's working well and which areas of your life might need more attention or help. So this same process happens with business. It's really easy to get busy doing the work, just as it's easy to get busy doing life. But you also need to be able to stand back and review how things are going, what's working and what's not. And a very good reason for this is to increase your efficiency, to do more productive work in less time and or with less effort. So doing a monthly business review highlights what's working, what's not, and it might help you to identify areas that you're losing money, wasting time or miss having a misguided effort. For example, I had a client who was spending around 10 hours a month promoting products in her business, but they only made up about 1% of her revenue. As soon as she saw that, she realised that those 10 hours could be better spent in other ways. And then she was also able to define an easier way to sell more products 
in far less time. Another example is marketing. When was the last time you looked at how many people responded to your offers or joined your mailing list or joined your group? If you don't know those things, then you have no way of measuring how effective your marketing is and you're flying blind. So knowing and tracking a few numbers and doing a simple monthly review will help you to work out how your business is positioned and performing. So you can build more resilience into your business. You can fix the things that aren't working and, and do more of the things that are working. And that will give you a sense of certainty and confidence that your business is able to withstand things and that you're not at risk of clients dropping off or bills not being paid or any of those other things that are going to pull you into stress. A third business self-care activity that's really important is to have an external support or check-in process. That's so important for us as individuals to maintain our health and well-being and therefore our resilience. I'm sure you do as I do, go to the dentist regularly, get checkups with the doctor, I see a skin therapist, I get my, my moles checked and I do other things to help me get an external perspective on my state of health and resilience. I hire coaches to coach me during the year in different areas to help me recommit to my health habits or my motivators and in my business too. And when life's busy, it's easy to forget and check in and ensure that those things are on track. And everyone of us has blind spots. We all don't see the things that aren't working or that we're not doing all of the time. So when you have different perspective and the ability to attend blind spot, it helps you to anticipate challenges so you can res respond appropriately. For example, women have generally mammograms and pap smears. There are things that we check so that we get early warning signs that something might be going wrong and we can respond appropriately rather than being blindsided. So all of these things apply to your business. Having outside eyes on your business or to give your business a bit of a check or to help you recognise what's working, what the trends are over time and which areas of your business need attention is the best way to maintain the health and well-being of your business. I highly recommend having that sort of a check-in two or three times a year. The fourth business self-care task that I recommend is to engage with a growth process. If you know anything about how the human body works, if we go back to the personal situation again, you know that it's only by changing things up regularly that you get progression and growth. For example, it's only when you regularly change your exercise routine that you see improvements in fitness and strength. If you do the same gym routine over and over for years, your body adapts and then you stop seeing results. Similarly, it's only by learning new things that you grow your knowledge and your mental capacity. Without changing things up and committing to growth and learning, you risk becoming stagnant and bored. And the same thing goes with business. The number one thing I see happen when, when businesses start to fail is that they've been doing the same thing over and over again and, and they haven't stayed up to date with what's going on in the real world. And it's really essential that you make time to stay on top of changes that might affect your business and upskill if needed or get help to address those changes so that you can more easily pivot and adapt, keep your ship sailing on course and roll with the changes with ease. The pandemic's a great example. In 2020, 
a whole bunch of people suddenly had to learn how to pivot into the online space. And that meant maybe going and learning how to do online service delivery, like using an online conferencing platform or shifting from manual payments to online payments, finding new ways to market their business when face-to-face isn't possible anymore. So that's a really good example of how keeping an eye on things I mean, you can't predict a pandemic, but you can certainly respond to it. If you've got your eye out for things that might need to change or opportunities to grow and learn more or stay on top of new trends, then it's it's really useful. So being responsive and proactive means that you can prepare yourself to adapt and maintain your clients and your business income and your business health. So just to summarise what was covered today, I talked about some self-care essentials for business and the four things that I consider that to be are firstly, that weekly schedule of non-negotiable business critical tasks, the money generating and payment and client acquisition tasks that keep your business ticking over. That's the first one. Secondly, time for a monthly review to see what's working and what's not so that you can review changes and trends over time. Thirdly, a support or check-in process, and I recommend this two to three times a year to help you see the blind spots so that you can remedy them or get new perspectives on how to do things differently otherwise. And finally, a process of ongoing growth and learning so that your business stays agile, relevant and appealing to your target audience. And on that last point, I want to share with you what I do. I keep tabs on business news and whenever there's new technology, new platforms, changes in the coaching industry or in business, I read those articles and I make a decision as to whether that's relevant for me and I may go and do a training course or hire someone to help me. So all of those things help you to roll with the punches, keep your business on course and maintain good profits and good reputation in the industry. That's it from me for today. I hope you found this useful. And if you need any help, please reach out and hit me up on the contact page. Thanks for listening and I'll see you soon.